is happening, fellow fantasy GMs. I am JJ Wang. He is the bearded one, DJ Dove. And with our powers combined, we are the Fantasy Couriers. This meeting is being recorded. If, if you all could hear this, I might even let it on there to hear it. We got this new Zoom. JJ Wang got a new computer. That's why he is like, looks like he's spotlighted. But every time I start recording, it says this meeting is being recorded. So if anybody's a computer expert, check it out. We start laughing. I cut it out last, like it records on it. So it's hilarious to hear. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's actually good for us because we have forgotten multiple times to record. And this lady just helps us remember, hey, make sure you got the record button. It is gracious of you to use the word we and forgotten to record when you yeah, have had to work. <laughs> when it was, I forgot to push the record button and I called you and I'm like, hey, I didn't. You're like, oh. <laughs> I mean, I can't. I mean, I can't blame you for. I can't blame you. I mean, you're oh, the you reason that we, that we that we do this. So, I mean, I'll t- I'll take responsibility for it. Sweet. We, so as long as I keep pushing record, every time it messes up, it's yours. I get the other hundred and some odd times, and you get. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, enough about our incapacity to inabilities the bar to use the, the to use Zoom. I'm just glad that I figured out I think how our names aren't on the screen if you're looking at the screen. But it is February. We're towards the end. It's a last. This, be, this is airing the last week of February. Can you believe it's gonna be? It's almost freaking March. When, when did that happen? Uh, it hasn't happened yet, but it's about That's to happen. <laughs> about to. It's quick, and this is even the long month, March. But March is when it when things start to really get rolling. So we're gonna have free agency coming up. We're gonna have the combine, and the next thing we know, it's gonna be the draft. And good God, it's it's coming quick. But speaking of the new NFL year, I got a couple of three big hits, and I got a question for you. Uh, the biggest one is the new salary cap: two hundred fifty-five point four million. Anybody who says NFL isn't king is a fool. Yeah, I don't think anybody said that. I mean, everybody realized. I think everybody realizes NFL is king, at least in, here in the in the United States. But yeah, they've been talking about this for a while. I mean, it's going to go up every year. I mean, these guys are just making so much money with the TV uh, contracts and everything. I mean, this just the they just print money, man. Just hey, just more money for the quarterbacks. Yeah, pretty much. And and with that with that thought though, it's funny to see that like teams are still like way over the cap. Like it's that bad, but we know it's monopoly money that they can restructure and change everything. It's not it's, real. A, it's 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 yeah. like Trump's taxes. We can do whatever we want and we'll figure it out until we get caught is the way <laughs> yeah, to go. <laughs> really we'll deal with it later. But yeah, a lot a lot of the big notes don't affect fantasy well, unless you play defenses. So like my dolphins are cutting defenders left and right. But what two big hits here are um Geno Smith restructured his contract. Yay for everybody in Seattle. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, it's Gino. I mean, they, I guess he's their most consistent thing they have right now. I'm sure they'll try to find something. I'll maybe get one in the draft and maybe late in the later in the later rounds. Um, it's gonna be a good sign that they're restructuring it. I mean, they're they're probably trying to figure out a way to get out of it as soon as they can. But I mean, look, he's they he's what they got. They got to deal with it. He's not terrible. I mean, he's not what he was two years ago, but I mean, maybe he, maybe, maybe he'll be that every other year guy. I forget who that was that I noticed was like an every other year good player. Matt, Matt Ryan was like that. Matt Ryan, yeah, every that's who it was. Good call. And yeah, but on that note, I did see today that they were talking about if the Broncos cut Russell Wilson, it's thirty nine million in dead money. So I have a feeling Russell Wilson's going to be traded, or he's going to be a Bronco. I, I think Atlanta seems to be the best destination. It'd make both teams happy to a point. And he would have I mean, with, they're running. Yeah. I mean, with the salary cap going up, why not just take the dead money here? Just pretend you're using last year's 
salary cap. Just keep your guys. I would wait. What's the draft going to show? I don't know. Another note, we talked about him last week. T. Higgins got franchise tagged, and we were discussing whether he's top 12, top 10. With him being stuck there for one more year, we are talking dynasty, so we'll see what happens after this year, or if he does get a long-term deal. But as of right now in February, T. Higgins, is he top 15 now that you know he's behind Jamar Chase? I think he's I think he's top 15, right around that 15 area. I'm but I mean if he stays healthy, I mean he's gonna be battling for you know that 12 to 15 spot. We know Jamar Chase is gonna get a lot of balls. Uh, but they throw a lot. They're probably gonna throw even more and you know they all come back healthy. So yeah, I mean he stands just as good chance as anybody else to finish in that top 15 range. I mean, he is part of basically we'll have this discussion, I'm sure, seven times. The three best duos of receivers. There's probably more that I'm missing, but Philly, Miami, and Cincinnati. Where does Cincinnati rank? Um, I probably put, I probably put them third, I guess. I mean, I'm, I mean, I like Devonta Smith a lot and AJ Brown, you know, is the, is the, is the dude, uh, Miami. I'm not a huge fan of Miami. You know what? I might take them over Miami. Cause I think, I think T Higgins might be a little better than Jalen Waddle. Oh man. I don't know if I could go with that one, but we'll see. I mean, maybe not, but Jalen yeah, Waddle didn't. Because flipped fanboy. Like I think. Tyreek is so good. He's up there in Jalen Waddle. If he, when, when he balls. Yeah, I, under, I understand, but. Tyreek's 30. Jamar Chase is like 24. Yeah. A.J. Brown, just, like, I, I almost have I have them in the middle in mind. So, I, would I mean, would you, I mean, would you rather, I mean, it just comes down to would you rather have Jamar Chase or Tyreek Hill? That's what it comes down to. This year, Tyreek Hill. Two years, <laughs> obviously Jamar Chase. Um, I mean, maybe. <laughs> I mean, if Jamar, if Jamar Chase is healthy all 17 games, he's going to be battling for 1,600, 1,700 yards. Yeah. We'll see. Okay. I, I, I did a trade this week. I talked about it a little bit earlier. I just want to see what you think of the trade. For context, it's a super flex league. I have uh, C.J. Stroud and I have Patrick Mahomes. So I traded away Trevor Lawrence and Josh Downs. In return, I got Puka Nakua, Kirk Cousins, and a 2025 second, like mid to late. How does that pan out? My receivers are JSN. Um, I mean, I guess it pans. I guess it determines if Kirk Cousins is going to be healthy and can back up your quarterbacks if one of them goes down. Um, you didn't need their three caliber quarterbacks that high, so obviously you can trade one and tear down for that third. I mean, that was a smart move. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess if you trust Puka Nakua that much, and you think he, you think he is the guy. I mean, I mean, it sounds, it sounds okay. It was interesting. So like I said, you just gotta hope Kirk Cousins is able to come back and play. I know that, that that's the that's the fear within is I'm banking on Cousins just to be that third guy for those two weeks. But the the interesting thing in looking at it there is. Um, Puka's it's whether you feel about Puka because we ran him through a dozen calculators like uh, Dynasty Trade Calculator has Trevor Lawrence worth way way tons every other calculator has this pretty much squared it's interesting so don't bank everything on calculators unless you look at like three of them then sort of average them out but it was interesting to see that as we look through them yeah I'm, I'm, I'm surprised I mean I, 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 I still think Trevor Lawrence would be valued pretty high I mean he's definitely valued more than Puka Nakua I would I would think. Well, quite a bit more. I would think you would have to be quite a, quite a bit more. But Honestly, I guess it's not. But I guess 12, yeah, I guess 13 quarterback Puka for Dynasty right now. He's setting six, seven. Which oh is yeah, that's I, I totally agree. But I mean, he's also just he's also a rookie. I mean, he's only had one. I mean, great, great, great year. I mean, I would love to have him on my team. But I mean, at least Trevor Lawrence when he when he's been playing. I mean, he's still battling for a top twelve quarterback. 
Yeah. Oh, I love and you. Would you? I mean, I would. I would still rather have a top twelve quarterback than a top ten wide receiver that are probably going to be playing for the same amount of years. More or less. So, yeah. And luckily, my guys behind him were so. That was the. Like I said, it's just all going to. It's all going to be whether or not Kirk Cousins is worth anything. It's, I, th- I think I will have to look in the offseason if I can find a Puka jersey. I think with the shares of Puka I have, I think I need to get a Puka jersey to wear on the podcast because he could be my new favorite player. So anyway, J.J. Wang, this is your show. I'm still in your thunder here with my trade. This is the J.J. Wang NFC questions. Ooh, that's a title. I just got a title. I didn't have a title. Wow, J.J. Wow, Wang. How, how hard was NFC that? Questions. Oh, Booyah. Man, that, you're there's You're your so job. creative, dude. I mean, you should <laughs> do this for a living. But no, 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 yeah. I, I, last week we did the AFC. I thought it was pretty successful. We enjoyed a little more conversation style. So this week we'll do the NFC. We'll start start off with the NFC East. We'll go with my favorite team in the world, the Dallas Cowboys. Um, the biggest question here with the Cowboys, obviously, is running back. They got um, Tony Pollard. Um, to the franchise tag, I can't imagine them bringing bringing him back to probably let him go. So they're going to be they're in the market for a running back, and it's the Cowboys. So I can't imagine them bringing in a no name running back to give them a shot. So I'm going to give you the same question that we gave to the Baltimore Ravens last week. If you had Saquon, Josh Jacobs, or Derrick Henry, who do you want with the Cowboys? My answer is always Derrick Henry in that bunch. Like, there's I love Saquon, but I don't know. I used to hate Derrick Henry, like low, and I guess then I got him. I don't know, but he just became the man. And for what the Cowboys need, the Cowboys are a passing team, right? They want a good scat back, and I think the the teeny tiny dude, I just lost his name, um, Deuce Vaughn. Yeah, Deuce Vaughn, oh, yeah. he could he could take a scat back role, give him eight touches a game or something like that, not, nothing down the middle, and then just let Derrick Henry score touchdowns, what I think his latter part of his career is going to be, 400 yards and 12 touchdowns. And then just give the ball to the receivers, and let Dak do his thing, throw to the other team, throw to his team, and watch watch Ferguson get some touchdowns. Like I think it'd be a stellar fit because he would he's in that part of his career. I mean, I think it'd be a fit, of course. I mean, it's Derrick Henry, but I also think these pass catching running backs would be a fit as well because we've seen Zeke Elliott just absolutely flourish in this offense when he was able to catch passes. And what does Saquon Barkley do pretty well? He catches passes and oh. he's and Saquon <laughs> Barkley is a really good running back, you know, when he's healthy, of course. Josh Jacobs, the same way. Josh Jacobs can catch the ball, and he's proven that he could be a top 12, you know, top five caliber quarterback. And in this offense where we've seen running backs be able to produce, I mean, I think I might lean Saquon Barkley or Josh Jacobs instead of Derrick Henry because they are younger and they can catch passes. My brain didn't connect Josh Henry on the first questions. So it might be Josh Henry – Josh Henry, Josh Jacobs, Josh Jacobs, then Derrick Henry. I don't know something about Saquon. I'm not feeling good about it. I don't know what it is. Like I love Saquon is a. St- I hope he's good because I got him in in our in um one of our interest the process league. But I just I, I like Josh Jacobs. That's, that's a good call on that fit. That'd be a great fit for them because I, I do think Derrick Henry. If he goes anywhere, Baltimore seems like doesn't that seem like the best? Like doesn't that seem yeah, like I think, a match made? I think heaven? Baltimore. I think Baltimore fits with Derrick Henry, and I think Josh Jacobs. Fits with with the Cowboys. Yeah, I think I think that's how it would go. But you know they're going to spend big money. So let's move over to the NFC South. We're going to go with your favorite player from last year. We'll go Baker Mayfield here. Baker Mayfield had a surprise year. The previous four years, not good. He, you know, obviously that's why he ended up in Tampa Bay on not making very much money. So he's about to get paid. 
you know, Baker's ranked right around, you know, top 20 quarterback, as he should be. I mean, he's better than, you know, the guys are behind him, and he's proved it for a year. So my question to you is, being that we mentioned Geno Smith earlier in the episode, who would you – I don't want I don't want to say Baker I – w- I don't want Baker as my one or two quarterback in a super play. I prefer Baker as, you know, a, a third quarterback. So who would you prefer more as that third guy? Would you rather have Baker or Geno Smith? It probably sounds like Baker. Uh, it's – you know, I'm a Baker guy. Like, I, I, so would, if, I would argue with you, Baker. I wouldn't mind Baker as a two. So what if Mike Evans ends up not being there? But Mike Evans, everything I'm saying, I don't think he's going to be there. Mike Evans not there means that I think my boy, I think, wasn't I talking up? Was I talking up Palmer on the, this offseason or during the middle of the season? You Palmer can talk up. You can talk up Palmer all you want. He is nowhere near the level not of Mike, Mike Evans. Evans. No, no, Mike Evans. He's not but, as big. He's not as fast. So I don't think Trey no. Palmer or I don't think that guy could even come remotely close to filling Mike Evans' shoes. Mike but Evans Palmer was in the passing offense. Mike Evans is is a surefire first ballot Hall of Famer as far as I'm concerned after last season. I mean, after the whole – but, you know, last season really solidified it, you know, gave it like, hey, that's the stamp of approval. But Chris Godwin, think of him a couple years ago. He was he, he was going to the moon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe that means that Chris Godwin has to step up and Palmer steps into that Godwin two role and Kate Otten's played a good decent. So, I mean, there's more game manager. It means it's good things for Rashad White as far as I'm concerned. But it, it seems – it seems like maybe uh, Baker Mayfield likes the Mike Evans type wide receiver, and Godwin isn't necessarily the Mike Evans type receiver. Just like Tom Brady, I feel preferred the Chris Godwin type of receiver. So maybe God, maybe Godwin can't necessarily fit into that Mike Evans role because Baker doesn't prefer. But I mean, being an NFL quarterback, you're going to throw it to your best receiver either way. I mean, you know, Michael Michael Pittman is a free agent. Maybe they get. I don't see Michael Pittman going anywhere. I can't imagine. Poor man, Hollywood Brown, yeah. Calvin Ridley. Uh, yeah. So let's go. I'm moving over to the um, NFC North. We're going to go to the uh, the most hyped offense in the NFL, probably the Detroit Lions. We've got Jameer Gibbs, who's currently a top five running back. We've got. Amon St. Brown, who's currently a top five wide receiver, and we got Sam Laporta, who's currently the number one tight end in football. So last season, all these guys were top five players when the fantasy season ended. I mean, are you confident that all these guys are going to be top five, top five again? Are you asking the number one Detroit Lions fan in the world? So how about this? Would you be happy? I know, I know a lot of players, you don't like to have so many players Mm -hmm. from the same team on your fantasy team, but would you be all right with having all three of these guys on your team? I think that the two that would, I would be all right with a pass catcher and Gibbs because the pass catchers, you got to root for one to score touchdowns, right? Unless you're, if it's tight end premium, heck yeah, this team's going to score, but Gibbs is going to get those PPR points out of the backfield. He's going to get some of those. He's going to, he showed that he could be a downhill runner and, and Montgomery's going to keep him healthy. Then you got Amon Ra and Laporta. They're wide receiver one, wide receiver two every week. I, I would, I would, I would take all three because I'm, a, I'm a fanboy. But I would be nervous with two pass catchers. That, that's where the nerves usually are. Like you would be cool with, you know, Christian McCaffrey, Debo. You'd be cool with Jamar Gibbs and one, Jamar Gibbs, one of those guys, a receiver and a running back. But the two, I mean, if I had to choose, yeah. I would take Laporta probably and bank high later on another receiver. I would. I don't mind the two receivers since they're. Both not wide receivers. If they were both wide receivers, I might have a little bit more issue. Being that you can put Laporta in at tight end, 
when you don't need the he doesn't need to be great to be a top tight end. <laughs> so you can put Laporta in there and still root for Amon for St. Brown, you know, to get all even if he Amara does get all the touchdowns, Laporta's still gonna be good enough to be that, you know, top five tight end no matter what, because tight ends are terrible. Yeah, I, I would take all three. On a side note, I got to go find. Did you know the St. Brown brothers have a podcast? Phil's I didn't one. see that. I saw that. I was like, I might have to go check that out. That might be my – after yep. Puka, Puka or Amon Ra, who do, you, who do I like better? I, don't know. I, I think I, I would go with Amon Ra. He's been Those like – my flag like, planners. In a couple of years it could be yeah. Puka, but Puka took a little more of a stretch for me to love. I was like, yep. Puka. Moving over to the NFC West, we're going to go to the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. I want to. I want to bring. I want to bring up James Conner here because this guy just always seems to amaze me to being a you know a top twenty four, close to being a top twelve guy because he's a workhorse guy as long as he's in there. They're going to give him. The, so right now he's obviously ranked pretty low as far as that. He's like thirty six because he's older, but he still produces. Do you think going into next season that he is still in that workhorse role? And you're going to still rely on him as your RB two, or is he, or is he more of that flex play? Well, for, you're drafting him as the flex play. Let's be honest here. But what he is is he is an RB one for a zero RB running back team, yeah, and you're going to get him like that's he he'll be he would be on my teams if I played the, my cards right because I I'm a believer in the zero RB because RBs get hurt so quickly, and by the end of the year, running back seventy two probably has as many points as running back 23 because they're all hurt that's a that's a hyperbole there but you know but he he's he's your epitome of a lunch pail running back nobody you look at him and you say hey if, if i came to you right now and said i will trade you james connor everybody's first reaction is um no but if you went and said hey can i have james connor they'd be like hey uh, fourth round pick you know they're not going to ask for the ranch unless they're very very smart you know people listening to us right now are so we know you guys are but in general he's a bargain basement guy who would be a stellar guy that will get you through because you know he'll probably miss weeks seven through ten but then he'll be ready for the playoffs so Absolutely. i, I yep. love me some james connor yeah he's grown on me i'm not a huge fan he's grown on me i mean like i'm surprised that he's been able to produce the way he has so kudos to him yeah i'm i still rely on him going into the season let's stick with running backs at the NFC, let's go back to the NFC East. We got two running backs here, two separate teams. From the Eagles, we got DeAndre Swift. And from the Commanders, we got Brian Robinson. Um, neither one of them are super sexy. Uh, we've seen what DeAndre Swift is in this offense. Started off strong, finished terribly, not reliable at all. And Brian Robinson, pretty consistent throughout the year. Put up some big games for you. Very reliable. I don't want to say reliable, but you I mean, I pick one of these guys. I think you I think you were happy to have him on your team. Now with a new regime coming in, uh, the offense obviously going to change. Swift is the higher drafted running back currently, or or had um, position. He's like uh, RB fifteen currently. Robinson is RB twenty seven area. Who would you prefer? Are, are we assuming that Swift resigns? Yeah, we assume that Swift stays there. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. I mean, I'm trying to figure if Swift's decline was – the entire Eagles team just pooped the bed. The that last is true. So was it Swift? Was it the Eagles team? I still would rather have – it makes me puke want to say but, like, yeah, I don't so, want to say that, but I take Swift just so because – with the new – yeah, with, so with the new offense coming in, Brian Robinson is that big banger. You know, he's going to get the goal on touches. Swift obviously is going to Honestly, get the goal on touches. Yeah. 
But Swift obviously is going to get the goal line touches, so you're going to be relying heavily on pass catching. I think Bijan. I think Bijan. Of course, yeah, I would definitely take Bijan over him. Yeah. But I think Brian Robinson. I think I think what he did last year, he's earned a spot even with the new regime coming on. Oh yeah, yeah. He's as spots, you know yeah. that RB for the team because they need a lot more than running back, and they still have Antonio Gibson. So I'm thinking Brian Robinson might be a top twenty running back with uh, maybe a rookie quarterback coming in. Brian Robinson or James Conner? I think I might go Brian Robinson. I think he'll stay healthy or I think he'll stay healthy all year. I think he might be a little healthy. I think James Conner. But I think it's I think they're gonna be I think they're very close. I mean I think they can be very close. I think the Cardinals will be better this year. I don't think they can be that terrible with as long as Kyler's healthy healthy. They'll play good in the year. Yeah I think Cardinals will be better. All right let's move over to the um the NFC South I'll stay with the Saints. I evidently, um, Jameis Winston won't be there anymore. He's going to find himself a new team. Sorry for him. But Alvin Kamara, this guy has been a top 12 RB for just for like his yeah. whole career. I mean, it's been about eight, eight or nine years so far. It's been absolutely amazing. I mean, are do you still see Kamara as a top 12 running back, or do you think that that's, that's faded? I don't know. Am I allowed to say that? Like, Kamara? Kamara, Kamara, he he goes by both names, which is funny. I mean, I just pulled up an article from Saints Wire saying that um, the Clint Kubiak hire might help him and Jamal Williams. It, and it depends upon how they use them, if they use them correctly. If they try to make him the bell cow back, absolutely not. If they use Jamal Williams for what he's supposed to be, you know that guy that scores the touchdown when you're not supposed to on the last play of the season to ruin it and get people mad? Um, no, but... Jamal, if they use them like they used Jamal Williams in Detroit and then let Kamara do what Kamara does and catch the ball and do some out of the back, he could easily get back up there. But last year just did not – I don't know. He had some games, but it just didn't look pretty. And I, I'm worried. I'm glad I don't have any dynasty Kamaras, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I think he's definitely at the tail end of his career. But I think – I think he's probably. I think he's probably a little safer than James Conner. I mean, I'm, I still value him. Value him is probably it's like a top. Still like higher a top ceiling. twenty. He's got a top, higher ceiling, I think. Yeah, he's uh, maybe. Uh, but I still view him as at least a top twenty running back. I think he's safe. I'm not really too worried about Jamal Williams. I mean, Alvin no. Kamara is going to come in. He's going to get all the receptions. He's going to get a majority of the run, just like he has always in his past. And like I said, and all these guys, I don't want to say it keeps saying that they stay healthy, but. You know, if they're playing all six, all seven, all seventeen games, I think he's going to be really close to a top twelve running back. Yeah, I, just, I think I think if I look at him and Connor, Kamara has the biggest, highest ceiling and the lowest floor of those two, whereas Connor is like right there, right in the middle. middle. Like yeah. you know what you're going to get with Connor with Kamara. Like I had some poop weeks last year, and then I had some great weeks, and I think that's yeah. what you're going to get. And Jamal Williams doesn't hurt him. I think Jamal Williams helps him. Is what I would say. Like I don't think him ceiling, but I think it keep it helps keep him on the field. All right. Let's go to the uh, Green Bay Packers. Of course, they're loaded with young talent. We're going to go at wide receiver. So we got Jaden Reed, who's at 20, you know, wide receiver 27. Christian Watson, wide receiver 36. Romeo Dubs at 43. And um, Dontavious Wicks at 54. Looking at their their dynasty uh, positioning here, who would you rather have at their their, um, dynasty number? Bo Melton. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> he was good in the year. Um, he's your sneaky deep stash if you want one. Uh, in that, in there, 
I, I like the 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 rookies that came on a little more than the other guys. Romeo Dobbs, who I was a fanboy of, he just wasn't. He didn't make that step this year. He should have taken a step. He looked good in his rookie year and didn't take a step this year. It's Christian, hard to take a step. It's hard to take a step when you got all these all these wide receivers. Yeah, but, but if you're if you're the out, yeah. if you're good enough, you should. And Watson can't stay healthy, and then he disappears. But Jaden Reed looked like he could be – he's not going to be a wide receiver one in the league. He's going to be probably a two, maybe a three with that upside because he can run like a poor man's – he looks like he could be a poor man's um, Debo to a point. And did Dontavian Wicks looked – he had some good flash games there. So, I mean, it'd be the later two because they're cheaper. I mean, Dobbs probably had to be lower. What was the number on Dobbs? Was he higher than those two? 43. He was 43. Really? Wow. I, I would yeah. put it, I would, if I had to number them drafting, I'd say it'd be Watson, Reed, Wicks, Watson, Reed, Dobbs, Wicks, and Melton. And, but I would, I would take the latter, the, the rookies and see where they go. Cause somebody's, somebody's got to rise. There's no way that this can, there, he's got to find some guy he really likes. Yeah. It could be now, now, now if, I, if I was the Watson owner, I'm, you know, of course you're hoping for big games, but you're hoping for this guy to come out of the, Coming out of the gates hot, mm -hmm. um, get a couple of good games, and then his value would absolutely skyrocket more than these other more than these other um, other three guys. So that's what I'm hoping for there. And maybe if he does pop off like that, maybe if you don't trust him, you could probably trade him for you know you could find somebody that'd be gold enough. He's got more value if you're trading. That's the guy you can trade. The other guys, Jaden yeah. Reed, you. Watson probably is just slightly ahead of Reed Dobbs. You could get for a bag of peanuts, and you could sell for a quarter bag of peanuts. Yeah. Dontavian Wicks, nobody knows who he is. He's probably on your waiver wire. Yeah. All right, last one. We're going to go to the Seahawks. We got Jackson Smith and Jigba, the rookie from last year. He's currently wide receiver 16. Um, came on came on a little bit at the end of the season, started to be involved a little more. And then we have DK Metcalf, who's still a top 20 wide receiver, um, he, he was, he's okay. He just hasn't really taken that step after his shoe was it his second season. Well, once one season that was really really good. Um, so which one of these guys? So which one of these guys is the number one receiver? I, now I'm don't I don't expect um, the other guy to come back. I think they're going to end up getting yeah talking like I don't think they're going to end up. I think they'll end up cutting him. Um, so I think it's just going to be in Jigba and Metcalf. Which one of these guys finishes higher? I, I'm I'm a JSN guy. Like I, I think yeah. it's it's we're splitting hairs these guys. But I just you said it there when you said it like Metcalf just is not consistent enough. I mean he is. I mean if you look at him and AJ Brown, they they look alike. They're from the same team. They play alike. Where they either are like just you're like whoa that is the greatest guy in the in the NFL or dude, where are you? But JSN once he started. I mean, it's, he was a rookie, so he didn't come in. We, he came in like we should have thought he would with two good receivers. He had two really good receivers and just filled in with them. And then towards the end of the season, you're like, hey, there's what we're starting to see. This is why he's been one of the better receivers for Ohio State, uh, apparently before the second coming of receivers and Jerry Rice and Marvin Harrison Jr. But JSN was the guy last year. That's who everybody wanted. And we thought everybody, we all foolishly thought the moon and he started to show those signs, and I could see him taking that step this year that some of the other kids last year did not. Yeah, I, th I think he'll be that wide receiver one there. Metcalf is going to be a strong <laughs> wide receiver, 
a strong wide receiver too. Like he's, you know, he's always been a high end wide receiver too. And with and Jigba coming in, and if he does prove to be that guy, he's only going to take coverage away from Metcalf, and then it just opens up more over the top stuff for for this guy, which is what he does best. It's easy to be a wide receiver too, and you have like three games for two hundred yards and five touchdowns. That's that six hundred yards. That's that's a thirty. That's you know to get a thousand yards. That's a wide receiver too. <laughs> so yeah. that's how he does it. Yeah, I mean. It's- but you love those games, though. You know he's going to be in there for you, though. Yeah, that's, uh, that's all the questions this week. Um, any closing arguments? No, I would say I'd say I'm kind of shocked. You didn't really talk about your favorite team in the NFL. Are you just thinking the 49ers come back to the top and they bring everybody back? Well, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure. Well, the only I, I had them, I had Brandon Ayuk written down here. Um, of course, he's the biggest name out of all of them. That he's probably the one that may not come back. Uh, of course, he wants big money. He was their number one wide receiver. Um, so a question, if Brandon, and I, so this guy was super efficient. I mean, this guy, 75 catches for 1300 yards. I mean, we're talking 17 yards a catch. So if you actually extrapolate that out, I mean, this guy, if he, if he were to get the catches and the targets, it would be crazy. Of course, those numbers would come down more with the more targets and the more catches that he does get, but this guy's super efficient. And I think if you put him on another team where he is the number one target, I think this guy's, this guy could be pretty amazing. Tampa Bay. Yeah, maybe I could see that. I mean, Ooh. we we both be happy. Baker to Ayuk. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know how happy I would be if it was I'm Baker. having to rely on Baker Mayfield throw to my wide receiver that I like a whole lot. But yeah, I think he could definitely be the number one option. And with Godwin on the other side, I mean, that just helps out tremendously. Hey, cool tidbit. His birthday is St. Patty's Day. Right. Yeah. Kudos to that guy. St. Pat- yeah. He's gonna be he's gonna be very lucky and get the bag this year this um this season too. Yeah, it'll be right after that too. Yeah, where would you think? Okay, if you're if you're Ayuk right now, you had to guess. I I said Tampa. I don't think Tampa's where he goes. What team would you put him on, and then give us some wisdom? Um, I think maybe if you I like to see him with the Chargers and um, Justin yeah. Herbert with Harbaugh coming in, I think he can slide right in. Absolutely, yeah. I, mean, I don't know, but I, he can slide right in if that absolute RB or wide receiver one. I think I mean I think that plus you know um Herbert can support a wide receiver one because I mean homeboys homeboys done it for quite a while. So I, I think the Chargers would be a pretty nice fit. And my words of wisdom, I got the um the combine coming up, so that's gonna be rookie drafts, so it'll be fast approaching. Make sure you get to know these guys a little bit so you're not just picking random guys. Well, which actually sometimes does work because you don't know them. <laughs> but yeah. So try you're trying to find some guys that you're actually interested in and you can kind of invest in a little bit. It doesn't take much to read the newspaper and see, hey, this guy did this, this guy did this. What? But yeah, get get to know these rookies as they're coming in. It's it's pretty fun. As always, trust your uh, yourself and trust the process.